Ooh, you hear that? That's the sound of... That's the uh, sound of starting afterbite. That's the sound of starting afterbite. So true. <laughs> it's usually the sound of a V8. This time it is the sound of a Mountain Dew kickstart. Oh, nice. I'm drinking cocaine. Coke. Just, I call it cocaine because... <laughs> that's where we get the name. Haha, <laughs> that's the joke. Hello everyone and welcome to Afterbite's Vampire Diaries Fan Castle only 10 years too late. We're back to TVD this week, y'all. We're looking at season five, episode two, True Lies. Ooh. What a bullshit fucking name of an episode. <laughs> I mean, there's no lies. It's just I mean, there's one lie. It's like, true lies. That's such just like a bullshit name of an episode. I hate What's the cultural mm. references that happen? Let's let's look at what the wiki has to say. True Lies is in the title of a 1994 movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, good for them. Oh, that's fun. Uh, also a 1999 album by Dive and an, the, eighth, <laughs> the eighth episode of the 2003 TV series Skin. That's it. <laughs> That's the one that we're. That's the one that this this episode's referencing. I guarantee it. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, this episode, the Netflix description is: Without telling Elena that Stefan is missing, Damon gets help finding his brother. Elena and Caroline investigate the cover up of a campus murder. Literally on the that's a Netflix description, right? Yeah, that's a Netflix. Story. Literally on the wiki, that's the first two sentences, and there's like so much more. <laughs> yeah, like Maybe there's an entire. Damon's paragraph. just a fucking dick. No, Damon's the main character of the show. He's got first billing. He got it all. I know. I Third actually billing. have a pretty wild theory that I'm gonna pitch you once we get to the to the back half of this episode. I have a pretty wild theory I want to pitch you right now. Okay, okay, I'm interested. I'm interested. So let's just start going through it because it doesn't, this is not like a good episode. No, it's not the best episode. It's one of those episodes. I was telling B before this, I was like, I normally remember like what happens in like episodes. This is one episode. I was like, what happens in this one again? This is another like transitional episode so the first episode of the season was a transitional episode this episode is a transitional episode are we ever going to get an episode this season that just like actually feels like an episode and not like it's just a stepping stone to something else uh good question the answer is no i guess (laughs) i don't i don't know i think the next episode maybe perhaps like we get we get stuff and that's it. We get stuff, and that's cool, and I do love getting things, but also... We get presents. We get presents. But also... Like... I feel like this is a problem with later TVD, and I feel like we can kind of go maybe a little bit more in-depth on this because Jordan's not here. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm B. I'm joined here by Brian. I feel Hi. like I should try and get better about at least introducing you at some point. You should know who I am by now. <laughs> You're on like seven episodes. Don't seven, don't think my, of yourself that highly. This is my highly. eighth episode ever of. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I wanted to say is that a lot of later season TVD five through eight, to me, all of it feels like it's always working towards something, but it never realizes what that something is. Yeah, it kind of feels like it worked towards the finale. It wants to work towards the finale. 
instead but of like how it doesn't earlier... know what the finale is going to be yet you know yeah, like, or it if they're like... going to be canceled or not because <laughs> at this point this is where we all like the fandom like and me particularly were like are we going to be canceled this season oh no is this it and it wasn't but it's God. so I don't know how to describe it. It just, it feels like the show has a lot of nervous energy and a lot of plots it wants to work out, but it doesn't know how to do that. Yeah, I will definitely say with this season, they're trying to do a lot of, we have so many ideas, let's do them. And then season six, they scale back a little bit and kind of focus in on Yeah, season six, they scale back and I like it a lot. I like season six a lot, actually. And then seven and eight, I don't know what goes on there. (laughs) Eight, I will say, does a really good job because they got four, uh, no six less episodes in that one normally and then they were like okay we got one central plot and that's it we're gonna focus on that and then like the little like spiky plots to kind of wrap up the series yeah. and then season seven was just we're over here we're over there we're out of mystic falls we're in texas we're in new orleans i'm like where the hell are we yeah and i think this season is- but somehow we're all still in georgia <laughs> i guess I think this season is definitely like a transitional season, but this episode specifically just feels like it's trying to set up so many things. Yeah. And I don't know as though it sets up any of them well. So this starts off with Bonnie telling Jeremy what happened to her dad. In case you forgot, her dad died last episode. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Actually, Jordan has a recap for us. Let me read that real quick. Oh, Jordan has a recap? I love that. Jordan has a recap for this. Even though she's not here, she's helping us so much. She's helping us from beyond the grave. She's not dead. She's just at work. (laughs) And really, isn't capitalism the death of us all? Yep. In the last episode of TVD, uh, Elaine and Caroline moved into their dorm room and met their new roommate, Haley Kiyoko. In case you forgot that that happened last episode. (laughs) Um, She got killed by a vampire that same episode. R.I.P. Haley Kiyoko. Oh, Damon yeah. tried to help Jeremy get like readjusted to school and that turns out poorly. Jeremy gets expelled. Uh, he meets Silas, who is Stefan in Stefan's body. And Stefan wants to trade or Silas wants to trade Catherine for Stefan. And when Damon tells Jeremy to bring back Catherine, Catherine crashes the car and runs away. Um, and then Silas, he takes over the entire town of Mystic Falls, kind of. Yeah. He commands everybody to find Catherine and bring her to him. Yeah. So that was last episode. And we start off this episode by getting Bonnie recapping us on the her dad's gruesome murder. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Bonnie's like, and here's what you missed on the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> so Catherine is stumbling through the woods trying to hitchhike and she ends up in this like little like suburban little neighborhood and of this woman in a van pulls up and she's like oh my god do you need help and then she gets up closer and she's like hey you look just like elena gilbert and then fucking pepper sprays Catherine. i I saw this opening scene because i remember the whole bonnie jeremy talking while they recap that and i was just like what the hell i forgot that happened i'm like poor Catherine." This poor girl, just turned human, is now sick with the cold, has been, was just in a car accident and, like, probably has, like, a broken rib or something, is also still in her bathrobe, which I didn't realize until this episode, um, and just gets fucking pepper sprayed by this total stranger. 
what the fuck else is she gonna go through? I mean, mm. a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, so I'm like, if we're comparing this, this is sunshine and rainbows. This show's a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. This show's a fucking comedy. There's no way around it. Yeah, Luckily, true. Matt comes to Catherine's rescue with a gun. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. He, he rescues her with a gun. Just pointing you know, it at her. Like, I'm going to kill you. You know how people get rescued with gun? Pointed at them. <laughs> um, Stefan is in the dream state with Elena, and he's not having a good time of it. I think he's having a great time. He's, he's just laying he's there. He's not with having Elena. a good time, actually. That's not a hallucination, though. That actually happened. That's canon. Him and no. Elena laying. No, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure that happened. It, it, oh, is I'm this sure. a fantasy? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. Delusion. <laughs> you can live in your little Stelena like happy place, I know, like, but they... just know that it's not real. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> the Vampire Diaries ended with season three for me <laughs> when Elena died. Oh, she died with Stefan. Oh, well. Anyway, oh, time to move on. <laughs> um, But, like, <laughs> What the f- like poor fucking Stefan? <laughs> He's just drowning over and over again, and it's like that must suck. Like you wake up, drown, wake up, drown. No, wake up, drown, die. Wake up, drown, die. Like it's just the same old shit every day. It's awful. Oh, and then hallucinate. And then you know, in between there, get some get some hallucinations. Yeah, because why not? So. <laughs> Then we cut to Elena and Caroline's dorm room, and Elena's like, hey, there's a memorial for our roommate, for our dead roommate, Haley Kiyoko, outside, and Caroline's like, oh, whatever, she was here for a day, which I love that we're kind of getting back to season one bitchy Caroline. Yeah, she's just, well, also I think at this time, she's not like bitchy, bitchy Caroline, she's just like... She's kind of like a mix of both of her. Like, she's a mix of her best self and her worst self right now. She's going through some shit, actually. She is. So I gotta give her the benefit so. of the doubt. Like, her boyfriend's off hunting down her other boyfriend, and it's just, ugh. It's a lot. Yeah. Also, wait. Hold up. Sorry. I zoned down for a second. Did you just call Klaus her boyfriend? Other boyfriend. Like, he thinks he's her boyfriend, but, you know. I know audio listeners might not be able to hear it. But my eyes are very narrowed and glaring at Brian right now. Yep, Klaus and Caroline, endgame besties. So no, true. nope, we can't. We cannot. I refuse. There are. I'm drawing my line in the sand. There. I hate that shit. Endgame, so true, besties. I have a fanfic written. God, get out. I'm, get out and okay. take your fanfic with you. I'll do this episode alone. I swear to God. You'll just be all three of us at the exact same time. I don't know if I could ever match your energy, Brian. You can't. I don't have any energy right now. I also don't have any energy. We're doing great. This is why this episode is brought to you by energy. Elena hands a folder to Caroline. and She's like, hey, by the way, found Megan's death certificate. Like, that's a normal thing you can just get from people. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the death certificate says that Haley Kiyoko was killed she died of suicide, not that she was killed by the gaping vampire bite in her neck. Yeah, that just normal things. We learn the name of the doctor, Dr. Wesley Maxfield. God, he sounds so white. 
He sounds like, so like, white. And he is so white. He Let's is. Not... So, like, we're not, we're, I'm not being racist, I promise. Um, um, I think you can and should be a little bit derogatory towards a, towards a white man with the first name Wesley. I actually, my, one of my old friends, um, her son is named Wesley. No, Wesley. I hate to like, break from... it to Brian's old friend, but yeah. your son's name sucks. <laughs> We call him Wes, though. Well, they called him Wes, so it's fine. Oh, they also called this guy Wes. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, this guy sucks so bad. He's such a dick. Um, He's the best character in all of Vampire Diaries history. Wow. Wesley Maxfield. I don't trust a motherfucker with two last names. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't trust like that. Paul Wesley Maybe y'all Maxfield. are built different. I don't trust like that. <laughs> Paul Wesley Maxfield. <laughs> <laughs> He's apparently an applied microbiology professor. Also, what the fuck is applied microbiology? Like, do you apply to micros in biology? No, it's microbiology, but I believe applied science classes always means that they, like, have a lab component with it. And you, I believe, I'm not, I I was a film and business major, but I believe (laughs) applied means they usually have, like, a lab component with it. Oh, so, like, you go to the lab and you, like, oh. Yeah, so it's not just, like regular microbiology where you sit in lecture hall and learn stuff it's applied oh. where you like do it to things i believe that's the difference again i was a film and business major i don't i don't know science like that but i was a graphic design major we know nothing we don't know shit is what yeah. <laughs> you're learning here on this episode of Afterbite. also caroline makes a note here that she's supposed to be a drama major do they ever? Oh, they do kind of explore that later on for like one episode, and that's about it. <laughs> Drama major, huh? Considering and knowing like what Caroline eventually becomes, like I feel like she just chose the wrong path in college. Yeah, I feel like communications. That's an she did communic. She does communications now ish. And then, ish. I don't know. Just drama major when we never saw Caroline acting before or anything like that. Like she was never a Mystic Falls theater kid, or we never knew her as a Mystic Falls theater kid. Feels weird oh. for her to be like, "Don't worry, I'm an acting major." Imagine if we got to see like Caroline running the drama club. Oh my god! They would all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> she expects perfection, nothing less. That's it. Not <laughs> a hard. Kid, like a kid slips on the plie, and she's like, "You're dead." <laughs> I mean, what do you think she, drama clubs do? Sorry, you just mixed drama with classical dance. Oh, I did. I did. Drama clubs do? I, did. I was Brian? in drama club for four years, too. I should know this. <laughs> I, I had a mind. My brain just went to. My brain went to micro, applied microbiology um, and has not come no, back didn't, yet. You don't know what fucking applied microbiology exactly. is. Exactly. I don't have my brain right now. It's in that class right now trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I mean, Caroline's a good actress, though. She pretends she likes Klaus. That's true. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah. She pretended to tolerate Damon. <laughs> Honestly, fair. Yeah, so I think I think she's a pretty good actress, in my opinion. That's true. I mean, yeah. anybody who can act like they like Damon, wow. Incredible. Good for you. What's that like? Teach us your secrets, queen. <laughs> 
So basically, Elena and Caroline's plan is to infiltrate the secret society that Maxfield's in. Yeah, apparently there's like some secret, like college government class society whatever they just want to infiltrate they just want to become besties with maxfield right now so that they can keep their vampire secret is basically currently that's the plan so basically they're um they're taking a page out of the damon salvatore handbook of surviving in a small town and infiltrating the secret council (laughs) Why do all small towns have secret councils? <laughs> I, this, they either have a cult or they have a council or they just have a normal age. What is it called? Homeowners Association. That's what it's called. H-O-A. All the same thing. HOA. This, they're all the same thing. But this episode, it's a good-ish. It's not. There's a lot of plots. So let's it's just skip no, through the important shit, okay? It's no ghost world. Let's just say it's, that. It's far from a good ghost world. It's, uh, it's the, it's not, oh, it's not as, the, it's not the season two finale. Let's not, ooh. Well, it's not great. It's close to, it's close it's to it. It's not great. Damon tries to convince Liz to dredge the quarry to look for Stefan. That sounds like a smart idea. But they can't because it's way too deep and way too big. Great. Um, That's about Matt it. <laughs> and Jeremy are with Catherine this episode. That's their thing. Yep. They're three. Be- the three's company. They're the three musketeers on a mission to. <laughs> three stooges. They are the three stages. They really are this episode. Um, Catherine has this funny line about where she's like complaining how she's something that everything wants. Uh, she actually talks about the fact that she gets objectified. She's like, um, let me see here. She talks about it. She goes, I'm the thing that everyone wants. And- yeah, she says, she says that I'm the thing that everyone wants. I'm the fucking moonstone. I, if they could say fuck in this show, I would die happy. God, that'd be so funny. Let Hope Michelson say fuck at least once, please, CW. Let Hope say fuck or let Lizzie say fuck, because I think she they would have a fun line for her. They would. <laughs> I'm tweeting this let to Brett Matthews. Let Catherine please. say fuck. We'll dub it over later. <laughs> we'll dub it in post. Nina Dobrev, can I get one good cut of just <laughs> you saying fuck out of- yeah. Send it to us on Twitter at AfterBitePod, please. And thank you. Please, thanks, Bestie. You're so true. <laughs> I will say, though, at least they gave Catherine clothes. <laughs> they gave her clothes. They gave her, like, personality, too. She's, like, kind of funny. I know. She's, like, sarcastic. She's she's sick, and she's like, my head hurts right here. And when I cough, it's green. <laughs> she just sticks out her tongue like, eh. <laughs> uh, because we've all been there, you know. Yep, that was me a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, so they're at the gas station. And she goes to the bathroom because she needs to... She, needs, she has to convince the boys to let her use the bathroom. Which... Hey, fellas. Uh, that also makes me worry about like what Jeremy and Matt were doing if they had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. 
Hey, fellas. Oh. It's not near as easy for somebody who identifies as female to go to the bathroom on the side of the road as it is for you, fellas. Yeah. What the fuck, boys? Who <laughs> needs a toilet? Like, what the fuck, dudes? Matt goes into the to the convenience shop to get some cold medication, and then as he's talking with the clerk, the clerk is like, "Oh, hey, is that Elena Gilbert or Catherine Pierce?" The clerk like goes for his phone. Uh, Matt just fucking yoinks it out of his hand and chucks it at the floor. And I'm like, where did this come from? Who is this Matt Donovan? Because the guy then pulls out a shotgun and Matt wrestles with it and then knocks him out with like one hit to it. Yeah, I was wondering when Matt learned um, Kung Fu like that. Um, Now airing on the CW. Uh, (laughs) They're not paying me. I just want to be sponsored by the CW at least once in my life. I just um, want to support Olivia. That's all I uh, care yeah. about. Olivia Lang, we support you, baby. Um, you. But yeah, no, like he literally was just like, bam. I'm like, damn, bitch. He's suddenly like a fucking Superman. Yeah. Like, what? The it f- was hot, though. What the fuck? Okay, well, let's not know. Yeah, it's pride. <laughs> okay. Actually, by the time this episode comes out, it is still pride. Woohoo! I'll let you be gay for this episode in this episode. Yes! Because there's another gay moment that happens for me. It's not really specifically gay. It's for the straights, but it's also written for me. I'm trying to think what fucking episode, what moment that would be. Oh, we'll get there. You better make sure that you get all of your gay stuff out because this is our last episode in June. So <gasps> after this, you can't be gay anymore. Damn it! <laughs> you can only be gay during June. My gay card's running out. <laughs> I know. Time's running out on your little gay library card. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> I gotta use it. Anyway. Use it or lose it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hate us. I hate it here. <laughs> We're not even talking about this episode anymore. I feel like we've made no progress in this. We're episode. hitting. The, we're hitting the important stuff. Let's just hit the important stuff. Like you know, like those little like <sighs> side scenes where they're like, "Hi, I'm I'm Elena. Like, uh, uh, I, I fell in love with two brothers." Mm. And like, no, like we don't need to worry about that. Like, let's worry about like the important stuff. Like Catherine needing to use the bathroom because that's very important. <laughs> I just think it's funny that she's. It like, is funny. This is something that I have to do now that I'm a human, and it's so unfortunate. No vampires can pee. Remember. When Vicky turned into a vampire, she says, like, why do I have to pee all the time? Wait. So vampires, like, have to pee. But what makes the pee? The, Sorry the to be gross, but all the they have is blood. And kidney. Well, they also drink, like, bourbon, water, wine. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they only drink alcohol. <laughs> honestly and that's what makes them have to pee like a racehorse you know what actually that really tracks i'm not gonna lie to you i bet you if there's a sober vampire they never need to go to the bathroom yeah i think what happens is i think what happened like episode like 10 or 11 of season one dim was like as long as they have a healthy diet of blood they can eat and drink whatever they want yeah but like anyway we're not clean? vampire applied microbiologists <laughs> tying it back Damon comes to Whitmore to Whitmore College. No, wait, didn't um, wasn't her and Damon having a phone call and then like he's like wondering like, well, did you torture the teacher? No. Did you do all this? Did you do that? And then 
And then Stefan Stasilis shows up and she's like, ooh, under his spell or yeah. something. So then Damon comes to Whitmore. Thank you for making sure that we do actually talk about this episode. Because I. <laughs> We're only hitting the good stuff and. There's the not a lot of good not, stuff to hit, honestly. The good stuff has not happened yet. <laughs> There's not a lot of good stuff. Damon comes to Whitmore College and finds Silas. And he's, like, really fucking angry. And Silas is like, okay, well, maybe if you calmed the fuck down, you would chill the fuck out. Maybe Ooh. if you chill the fuck out, people would, like, like you more. Silas is reading Damon for filth and i'm here for it i also like this line that silas says of like um look i get why you like elena what i don't get is why she likes you and then damon's <laughs> like that's because you haven't had sex with me and silas is like hmm cockiness masking fear <laughs> i'm like okay get his ass <laughs> i forgot I about that i refuse to line. believe that damon's good in bed actually <gasps> i refuse to believe it that know. man looks like he would not go down on a woman. And I'm sorry he, to say this, he's but not it's Batman. true. <laughs> no, he does look like a Batman, because heroes oh, don't do Batman. that. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, heroes don't do that. Stefan, on the other hand, he's a villain, apparently. Stefan, Stefan would go down. <laughs> Stefan goes okay, down. We can't do this, because this is a family-friendly podcast, but I do just think it is very funny that the biggest difference between Damon and Stefan is if they would go down on their partners. <laughs> Yeah, Stefan would. I'm sorry, but Damon wouldn't. Stefan's considerate. Stefan would make sure you come first. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Damon wouldn't, but Stefan would. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, it is... I'm not, I, you're, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> ah, this is funny. The Delanas have entered the chat. How dare you? <laughs> in my fan fiction I wrote in We're 2014. We're not wrong. <laughs> We're not wrong, and you can't fucking tell us that. Yep. <laughs> um, I love us. This is great. So there's a big bonfire tonight. And we all know what happens at bonfires after the first day of school, right? Bad. Murder. Bad happens. Also, can we talk about Jesse? I really like Jesse. I actually do. So Jesse's the other, like, boy. The boy. The other uwu boy in this episode. <laughs> and he's very nice. He is. He's all he's very pretty. He's very nice. He's he's he has very really like, nice eyelashes. I don't know yes, why he's... that's what stuck out to me, but Well, you're a lesbian, so Yeah. <laughs> me, I'm just like, I love all of you. I don't know who you are, but I love you. <laughs> um, but like I love how like Elena's like trying to like push Caroline to go out with Jesse or like hook up with him at least once because <laughs> but caroline's like no i'm with tyler and elena's like who cares tyler's not here tyler sucks so bad tyler sucks so bad talk about not going down in your partner actually i feel like tyler. no tyler would tyler wouldn't he might he might tyler would i feel like tyler wouldn't originally but he would learn after caroline he would. after caroline he would yes because caroline probably was like bitch <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna do something for me now thank you <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep doing we this is 
this is not what the episode's about, by the way. Like, hookups. This is sex, absolutely not. Do but we're vampires just pee. bored and not talking about TV. We're not. What happens next? What happens at the bonfire, Brian? Can you break it down uh, for me? Good question. Because I can't. Hold on. Where's the transcript? <laughs> nope. Sorry, hold on. I just can't. I completely forget. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm opening up Netflix. <laughs> I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm holding. I have the transcript, hold. by the way, if you need it. Here, hold for dispatch. Nice ring. Chat if you need the transcript. I love, I love everything. Um, I love whenever like I go like on like Netflix. It just it just opens up with the first Delena scene. Well, not the first one. Like the, the one in They're the graveyard. Yeah. The graveyard when she goes, nice ring. Uh. And I'm like, oh, I hate it, but I love it. Okay, so bonfire, bonfire, bonfire. Where's the bonfire? There's the bonfire. <laughs> oh my god, the bonfire is only 17 minutes into the episode. I know. <laughs> my god. Brian, we need to go. But my brain, I can't. Okay, so Damon and Caroline are looking for Elena. Also, Damon walked in on Caroline in a towel. I feel like we should touch on that, but no, that's we just we... ignore that now. Yeah, that's just it happens. It's gross and it happens. Damon also almost fucking rips a dude's head off at the bonfire for like no fucking reason. Yeah, and Caroline, he's just Caroline, an unstable psychopath, apparently. Yeah, and then Elena's trying to figure out a keg. Jesse shows up and they talk. He's so cute. He is so cute. I'm watching this now. I'm just like, oh god. I love when we do this. And oh, they go to the. Why are they going to a shed to talk? Oh, they're talking about Maxfield. Oh, they're getting wood. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Mm. So Elena and Jesse go get some wood and they talk about the secret society. Yeah. Ooh. So this is where we learn about that secret society thing um, that supposedly meets a few every few times a week at the Whitmore house. Yep. And then before Elena can get more information, Damon knocks him out. <laughs> and Caroline's like, seriously, I, I liked him. Can you yeah, not? Can you not just go around <laughs> knocking people out like a fucking like, crazy person? It. I took a Xanax for this. <laughs> it's just so (laughs) yeah and i also love how the three stooges are just out in the woods just like camping and Catherine talks about how she never has to hold a gun because she's the most deadliest thing in the entire world yeah so the three stooges are count are camping um (laughs) silas matt goes off to get firewood silas meets up with him and and then doesn't Silas kill Matt? So Silas first, here's what happens. Okay. Oh, Gregor Silas, comes in. Silas tries no, hold up. Hold up. Oh, no. I got this now. I'm back on track. Silas oh, I see where to, we are. Silas tries to mind control Matt. He's like, not a word out of you. You can't talk. You can't scream. And Matt just like looks confused and he's like, No, actually I can. Run, Jeremy, run. And he like yells, and then Jeremy and Catherine start running away. And Silas is like, what the fuck? Why can't I get in your head? And Silas like grabs Matt, (laughs) grabs Matt's head. And he like tries to read his thoughts. And he's like, ah, somebody's already in there. And he says something interesting. He says, why are you watching me, traveler? And then he speaks in, I think it's like Polish in a different Uh, language. Romanian. Romanian. Romani. Hungarian. Um, Bulgarian. No, it's... Oh, I think it's probably Bulgarian because... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta find it again. I think it's Polish. Oh, oh, 
Ugh, hold on. <laughs> it, it's Polish, and I'm not going to try, but it is Polish that he speaks. It's a Polish? Um, to the travelers. Yes, I just looked it up. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was about to Google, like, Google it's, Translate it's, this shit. No, it's Answer Me in Polish. Um, ah. And then Matt, he, like, snaps Matt's neck because Matt's useless to him because he can't mind control him. So Matt's somebody was already control. in Matt's head. Somebody was already fucking pod peopling Matt. Uh, and we see Nadia and the other, the accomplice from earlier, Gregor, um, performing their spell on Matt. So yeah. that's a whole confusing, sad part. But I think the Matt, best part is, like, what makes this the episode, like, really interesting. This next part is what makes it good, kind of. Yes. Because Matt falls to the ground dead, where, wearing the Gilbert ring. After a few seconds, he gasps and stands up. And he's like, Jeremy? Hey, there you are, man. What? And then they run past Matt like they didn't fucking see him. Okay, I need to talk about this. So I was playing the episode in real time while you were saying that. You, I know you're reading the transcript right now. But, like, it was perfectly acted, like, with the captions. How, like, the characters said it. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. That's actually hilarious to me. Thank you. I did theater in high school. I wasn't like a theater kid, but you know, I did it because I'm very good. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Bonnie shows up. And you know what that means. Bonnie's alive. Yay. Nope. We're nope. Oh, They're on the shit. other side. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I thought I had some hope of Bonnie getting out of that outfit and that wig. No, unfortunately. <laughs> Fortunately, no. No. Damn it. She's still wearing the same clothes. I didn't realize that she's been wearing the same clothes forever now, huh? Yeah, she's going to be wearing that outfit for like the next like few episodes. And I feel so bad for Kat Graham. It was like 17 different versions of the same cardigan, though. I think um, Kat even said like she burned that. She asked them to burn that outfit afterwards. (laughs) So Matt realizes bon- Elena Bonnie bleh. <laughs> Bonnie's dead. And oh, that's just sad to me. Bonnie's dead and now she's collect she's like connecting with Matt about being currently dead. <laughs> now she's like Surprise! And also What's nice is that they have this little conversation. Matt every time Matt dies and comes back to life, he completely forgets this. So, like, that hurts even more. Like, how many times? That hurts even more. Like, how many times has Matt come in here and gotten the hang of the other side and gone back to his body? Wait. Only to forget everything and come back. Wait. Wait. How many times has Matt died and talked with Vicky? No. 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 I just thought of that. Brian? Oh my Brian, god. Don't make me sad. What if Vicky like talked with him and helped him every single time? Oh. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go my own way. I gotta go. <laughs> my god. Oh fuck. No, I'm sad. What the fuck? We're sad, tired, and we don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> can't even think about that like oh god then we cut back to elena and caroline's dorm room and um 
there's a Delena, the beginnings of a Delena sex scene. I will say though, Elena ripping off Damon's shirt, fucking hot. <laughs> I was like, damn. Uh, that was my other gay moment. It was it was a straight moment, but it was gay for me. I'm really sorry, but I will have to be taking your gay card now. Thank you. Please take it. I don't want any more. It's exhausting. <laughs> Everything is homophobic, and it's just ugh. This scene, though, basically, Elena reveals that. St- Stefan, air quotes, Silas, basically, told her to get him alone, weaken him, and then kill him. Kill Damon. Yep. So, what I want to say here Mm -hmm. is I think this whole series would have been more interesting if she had succeeded in murdering (gasps) Damon. Can you imagine, like, how Elena would be? Exactly. Elena's character would be indefinitely more interesting in the back half of the season if she murdered Damon. I think this is my thesis statement on how to improve the back half of TVD. It's killed Damon right here. It would have been so unexpected. Everybody would have lost their fucking mind. Kill Damon. Yeah. And also, bonus, Damon would be dead. And on the other side, <laughs> Everybody with wins. I would win because I get more Bayman scenes. Yeah, plus you could have done like you could have had that fun odd couple on the other side while the other side's just de- getting destroyed. It's fucking Damon and Bonnie taken on the other side. Plus My favorite spin-off. Damon would be dead and he would leave the show after this season. I just think this show would have been indefinitely more interesting if Damon had died during this episode. Or had died at, like, some point during season five. Some point during season five, I think it would have been really impressive if he, if he had died here. Because it would have been a really stark, like, oh, so so Silas does just kill people. People just die for yeah. real when Silas is around. Everybody else would have had to, like, walk on such eggshells. They would have had to deal with, like, the fact that, like, they could be convinced to kill their friends at any turn. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's fucking that incredible. That would have been cool. And imagine, like, and Elena would have been so inconsolable because she just mm-hmm. killed someone she loves. She killed someone she loved, m- like, months after leaving his brother to date him. Like, are you kidding me? This is the yep. angst I would want. I would want Stefan trying to comfort Elena, even though Elena murdered his fucking brother. And maybe it's not romantic anymore. That's fine. They don't have to be. But, they like, be besties. they could be besties. I think the Vampire Diaries later seasons would have been much better if Damon had died right here. Yeah. I agree. Would have been cool. Like, oh Would have been God. very interesting. Even though it's only, like, episode two, they, we know they would never have done that. But, like, had this been, like, a couple of episodes before, like, the season finale? Amazing. Damon dies this episode... The, and then the next few episodes are like, well, we got to figure out a way to save save Damon. And at the same time, they figure out that Bonnie's dead. So it's it, kind of like... It's a double whammy of death. But also then mid-season finale or the season finale, the other side crumbles and disappears and Damon's gone. Yep. 
boom. And Bonnie I survives. I fix, I fix your fucking show. Wait, Bonnie and that's how the series come back to this life is, at some point. But yep, this is the series finale. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Fix your show. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to talk about the originals and only the originals for the next four years. Yes. Woo! I just think, number one, this show feels sometimes typical in the times that it chooses to kill its leads. And it's always yeah. mid-season or, like, right before Christmas break or the end of right the season. Right before the finale. Yeah. Exactly. So I think it would have been really fucking cool to do it episode two or three of the, just like the series. Just out of blue. That could have been fun. Really would have hammered home the nobody is safe part of it. Yeah, kind of like how they did with Vicky. Exactly. Also yeah. would have hammered hammered home that silas is fucking deadly dude yeah silas needed to make a big impact and kill someone other than putting stefan at the bottom of a quarry other than fucking murdering bonnie's dad who's yeah we saw twice really he's not really a big impact on the audience like imagine if he killed like let's say killed jeremy but he already did um (laughs) (laughs) um imagine if he killed Killed like again um, I almost just said Matt, and he just killed Matt. Um, <laughs> imagine if he had killed, like, Caroline or something like that. But like, also, the- I think him using Elena to then kill Damon is so fucking fascinating. And so evil. And so evil, exactly! Because exactly! Is, and because Silas's entire love story, story is a love story, basically. He loved a woman, he loved two women... Fell in love with the wrong one, stole from the one woman, and then all of a sudden, we have this issue. <laughs> we have this problem now. We have like, these issues. And it's just so... I think it would have been so fucking great to have Elena kill her boyfriend. It, I think uh, Elena deserves a little boyfriend murder. As a treat. As a treat. <laughs> she deserves, deserves a little boyfriend, boyfriend murder. murder. My god. Unfortunately... That does not happen. That does not happen. They just make out and then Elena stabs herself in the leg to stop herself from killing Damon. I will say, though, that it's a really cool scene. It is a very neat scene where she just, like, stabs herself in the leg to not kill Yeah, it's kind of nice because how Elena goes from, like, we have to protect Elena, make sure she doesn't get hurt, to now Elena being this indestructible vampire. And she's like, wah! Jesse and Caroline have a little bonding moment. They're not going to last, so I'm not going to give them time of day. They have a no. cute moment, though, where cute, Caroline uh, presses a popsicle against Jesse's cheek because they don't have an ice pack. And I just yeah. think that's really funny. I will um, say, though, it is nice to start seeing more people of color in the show, though. True. As opposed to, like, other like, people of color and, like, them, like, not being, like, the characters that show up be like, hi, oh, they went that way and then just leave. They, like, have an actual arc. Like, yeah, like he... welcome character. <laughs> Like Haley Kyoko's character. Even though she does die, this is not the end of her. This is not the end. Of, what's her name again? Her character's name? Uh, fuck, dude. Hannah? I don't know. Uh, we were talking about how Megan? the importance of Meg- it's Megan. It's Haley Kyoko. We, just call- we know it's Haley Kyoko. We love her. Um, But, like, still, it's just, like, it's nice to see that. Um, little stuff, I will but- say... He's only here for five episodes. Let's not go fucking jerking off the showrunners just yet. I'm just I'm just saying I'm happy to see like they're going in a better direction instead of making them the witches and making them. Yeah, that's true. This is this might be the first 
non-witch person of color we've seen. Um, who's in more than one episode? Because the other ones were witches, and then Bonnie's mom was technically originally a witch, and then turned. Oh, I, I guess technically her dad. Her dad. He wasn't there for that many episodes. Um, he was only there like twice. What was the name of the um the the fuck? What was his name? Abby's Bonnie's mom's oh. like other kid. Yeah, he was only there for an episode, and then they he realized that it was kind of, of incestual, and, just, and it was weird. He just, just he vanished for some reason. This is the first, the I think, non-Bennett or non-witch person of color we've seen, which is yeah, nice. It's, it's nice to but, see like them like realizing that there's an issue and then fixing it, and then they do much better with it in Legacies, slightly. Yeah. Also, I love another way, as I'm watching this, as we're talking right now, like, very quietly... Elena like fucking rigs the gas line and I'm like what is up with Elena and just blowing up houses and places and things like she that she's ready to fucking break everything Elena's a pyromaniac so she's just always ready to just like lose her shit I love and it just... Nina god damn you're amazing a moment's notice but also I do love how Damon's trying to like convince her like talk her out of this he mentions that like pit in her stomach that she's having about Stefan mm-hmm. and Stefan and her thing about Stefan breaks her out of it. Just saying Stelena end game. Mm. <clears throat> what else happens? What else happens in this episode? Um, so Bonnie, Elena does that. Bonnie follows. Bonnie Matt and Matt have side. a lot of cute talks in the other side. They do. Um, Catherine shoots Silas oh yeah Catherine uses a gun just straight up shoot silas good for her <laughs> like um and then matt comes back to life and the three stooges carry on again yeah uh, they caroline elena and damon finish up their scene okay let's go to the gas station then we can get to the actual good part of this episode yeah, where they kind of reveal, like, a lot of what's going to happen the rest of the season. The last three scenes in this episode are the only ones that we have deemed good. That should say a lot about this episode. <laughs> yeah, the last few, epi- few, few episodes, Jesus few Christ, few scenes are really Literally good. three scenes. That's it. Like, yeah. ugh. Okay, anyway, the gas station. Dun, dun, dun. Same store clerk from earlier who got knocked the fuck out by Matt. Um... Silas walks in and he's like, you know, I'm kind of hungry and I'm kind of angry, but luckily you can help me out. He grabs a knife and then a little fucking cup from the store and he just places it in front of the dude and he's like, all right, fill her up. And the guy just slits his wrist and starts grab like filling up this big gulp cup in this gas station. And I just, I have to say, I think it is so funny that Silas is. is like this when he's fucking blood hungry and an absolute fucking nightmare. And he's like, I'm not going to drink from your wrist, though. Can you please just fill a cup? Your wrist is dirty. Sanitary. Can I just yes. have a cup, please? He's making sure that it's nice and safe to drink out of. Yeah, he's just being safe. He's being safe in these un- unprecedented times. God damn! Don't say that to me in in fr- again. Don't fucking say that to me again. <laughs> okay, I will. 
<laughs> you sound like a car commercial in these <laughs> unprecedented times. Shut the fuck up. I'm not going to buy a Hyundai right now. <laughs> but I will drink blood from a wrist in a cup. <laughs> it has to be in a cup, though. Otherwise, it's just gross. It has to be in a cup. A big gulp cup. Like, we're not... Here's 77 so... cents. <laughs> I just think it's such a fun little character thing. It and is, every other nice. fucking vampire on the show is like, I'll just eat it from your wrist or your throat or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but Silas is like, no, you can put it in a in a gas station cup. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Um, <laughs> two more people enter the store. The people who pod people met earlier. Gregor is the guy and Nadia is the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I don't, so we're going to have to get into damaging cultural stereotypes of this group of people eventually. Yes. I just real. I didn't realize that that, that Silas said that until I was just watching it like right now. Yeah. And I'm um, like, Ugh. so they are called the travelers. Yes. They are based off of, um, in air quotes. They are not at all an accurate representation of these people. Um, and I'm only going to say this term once and then never again. Yep. Silas makes a note that they, um, he's like, oh, goody, the gypsies are here. Yep. Bad. Bad. Don't fucking just call people that. Um, yep. That's not a respectful way to refer yep. to the Romani people. Um, yep. The rest of the show, with some exceptions, they call these people the travelers. Yeah. Which is much better than that, but also better because they're not a one-to-one cultural, like, yeah, they're not a one-to-one of... with the Romani people. They yeah. have a much different purpose and apparently come from all over. And it's a little confusing, and we'll get into it later, but um, they are called the, the travelers. travelers. Yes. That's that. That's all we'll refer to them as. Yeah, the travelers are just, they're a specific group, a specific coven. They're yes. not based in on the Romani culture, like a Romanian and things like that. Not like the characters we saw in, like, let's say, like Hunchback of Notre Dame, where they do say that word a lot, which, which is bad. Yeah, which is bad. And yes. which is, and I didn't um, know that as a kid until recently it was bad. So, yeah. Um, but it's very like they practice their, it's kind of like the Gemini coven with, with legacies and. It's- it's a little bit different than just like they're a specific coven, actually, because yeah. they technically do a different sort of magic overall. They don't use nature mm-hmm. magic like witches do. Oh, so they're kind of like the um the uh the New Orleans witches. They're they- not no, but they're not quite because the New Orleans witches, the French Quarter witches, are still a technically like a coven. Oh, they still, yeah, that's true. They still practice nature magic. They just get extra strength from their ancestral they get ties. An extra, they get an extra boost. The travelers. Oh don't? yeah, 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 yeah. They don't. Um, they don't rely. They don't rely on nature magic. What yeah, do they rely they don't on? on nature. I think they rely on pure magic. Um, I think that's what they call it, or like the true magic, or something like that. The travelers don't practice, um, regular spiritual magic. They don't practice the same magic that other witches practice. This form of magic specializes in spirit possession, which is a form of dark magic. Air quotes, air quotes, air quotes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just have to say this because um, 
they were, you'll learn this later, but do know that the travelers are not witches. They um, are something else. They're something else altogether. They're sort of like the wiki page for <laughs> the wiki page for travelers says that they are like a stepsister, an <laughs> ugly stepsister to witches, which ouch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just know that they're like, they're sort of like cousins of witches, but they're not. Yeah. They don't. They don't use traditional magic. Um, they use yeah. a more spirit magic or dark magic um, with an emphasis on collective magic. So Yeah, they do kind of like an older, older magic that isn't really practiced anymore. The other... The other thing that I want to note here... Um, is that the travelers do possession a lot, which is what happened with Matt. He got kind of pod peopled. Mm -hmm. um, that is something that the travelers do quite often. Uh, when the when Gregor and Nadia, when Gregor is like, "I'm gonna fucking murder you," Silas is like, "Okay, like I get that you're mad because I killed your host. That's what you get for taking over somebody's body to spy on me." Um, so basically that's what the travelers that's the main thing that we see travelers doing is taking over other people's bodies to spy or gather in different places mm -hmm. just know that for now is that if you see somebody acting like they've been pot of people it was probably a traveler yeah basically you can't trust anybody this season is a lot of you can't trust anybody oh that's kind of a good way to think about it it's just like you can't trust anyone you can't trust yourself. You can't trust Silas. You can't trust any of the fucking travelers because they're sort of our bad guys this season. And yes, I'm aware of how bad it feels to have that group be only represented as yeah. the bad guys. Uh, does suck really bad. They do some interesting shit, but yeah, it's yeah, not great. Just... And it's kind of racist, but we'll get more into it later once we get yeah. into the origins of the travelers. Yeah, and the and some of the stuff that the travelers do does carry forward in future stuff. Like I know in like legacies they mention them a couple of times. So it's kinda nice to like see like they they still they're still there. So it's kinda like a nice little like they're not gonna be like one off villain. Bye bye. Like they're like the travelers just have some consequences. I don't know how to put this without sounding horrible and problematic. It's We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of beeps over this. <laughs> I feel like we can't beep it out because we are having a good conversation. We are, we are, but we are. We will. I will definitely have to do some more research. Maybe we can find somebody to yeah. come talk with us about it. Ooh, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Gregor reveals that his goal is that you is that the travelers want Silas back in the tomb, sealed away for eternity. So good, good goal. You know what, guys? Yeah, that's a good, good goal. goal. I love the, you, you really like, you go for it and I, you see what you want. You visualize, you take steps to do it. I love that for you. Again, um, the Traveler Vision Board. It looks great. <laughs> <laughs> this is a picture of Paul Wesley next to Tomb. <laughs> Their to-do list is really simple, actually. Yep. Uh, number one, Paul pod Wesley. people people. Number two, put Silas back in Tomb. Number three, question mark, question mark, question mark. Number four, profit. That's yep. it. That's all I need. <laughs> Um, and then Nadi's like, "That's what the travelers have always wanted." And then she murders her friend Gregor right in front of Silas, I and love she's it. like, 
luckily for you, I've never really considered myself one. I know you can see inside my mind, and I have my own agenda. And Tyus is like, ah, okay, bitch, let's go. <laughs> it ma- it also makes you wonder, like, what Nadia's, like, plotting. Because if she's not working for the Travelers and their big plan to get rid of Silas, what does she want? What's, yeah, what's going on there, girl? What's, what's Nadia want? What's Nadia want? I would say her last name, but we don't we know it yet. We cannot say that yet. We don't know it yet, because every time I say that last name, I have to say it in a in the way that the show tells me. Stupid. In a stupid accent. It's a stupid. <laughs> so, Elena's back at Whitmore College. Elena's going home for a few days to check and find Jeremy, make sure everything's okay with him, and then also find Stefan, because Stefan's in some deep fucking trouble. Is he? I hope not. Well, he's in some deep fucking water, that's for sure. <laughs> he's in deep water. Aw, Delana kiss. Yeah, whatever. Dr. Maxfield <laughs> approaches... <laughs> Dr. Maxfield approaches Elena. Um, and he's like, hey, you're Grayson Gilbert's daughter, aren't you? <gasps> Ooh. Grayson Gilbert? Grayson Gilbert? Her dad? Her, d- her adopted daddy? Technically adopted dad. I like... Dad. I like that they never... Besides when John was on the show, I like that they never really, now they never really care to be like, oh yeah, Grayson, my adopted dad. Elena's just like, that's my dad. Yeah, good Elena. That's the one that who is your dad. That is your dad. Me, right? Like, that is your dad. I like that they don't go out of their way to. Like, we all know Elena ado- was adopted by her aunt, her aunt and uncle. Her- aunt and uncle i was like what's the relation there yeah <laughs> and, Their mom but and like dad she her. was adopted so early too it's like she never literally knew. like five seconds like after she was born the grayson and miranda were like we got it <laughs> we got it guys don't worry about it but i like i don't know that's just something that usually bothers me in tv shows when they come to like adopted storylines is like they always make such a big fucking deal out of it when like every single one of my friends that i know who's adopted is just like yeah it's my dad yeah whatever like that's my mom sure legally it's only been my mom for like a year or two but that's my mom you know like i don't know it's just it's always nice sometimes to just be like this is just like a normal thing that happens and that's my dad even though he adopted me that's still my dad anyway i'm sorry that's just my little it always bothers me when shows do that (laughs) yeah i'm kind of happy that she's not like oh yeah my adopted dad grayson gilbert uh but she's just like, yeah, my other two, my two, my other, my adopted parents are dead. My real parents are dead. Everyone's dead. What do you want? <laughs> exactly. Doesn't make no difference to me if they're adopted they're or biological. Dead. They're still dead. <laughs> I watched my adopted parents die. My my real dad gave his soul so I could survive. My mom, my real mom burned herself alive in front of me. Like, what the fuck else do you? Oh, my God, Elena. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> Oh, no wonder it's... why she's so fucked up and dating Damon. I know. Girl, girl, we gonna get you some therapy. We gonna get you out of there. We just gotta, we just gotta, we gotta, we, we, Elena, you gotta go. Dr. Maxfield approaches and Elena's like, oh, so do you forge death certificates for fun? Or is that just like a hobby of yours? And Dr. Ooh. Maxfield's like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Come by my office hours. We can chat. Um, Elena's like, actually, I'm kind of busy right now. I got other shit to deal with, but... (laughs) 
And I think it's but, so funny that Elena's like, actually, I'm kind of busy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I have this gun with the with with wooden bullets just hanging around. Like, oh god, I don't know what to do with them. And Elena's like, anyway, I'm busy, so I got other shit <laughs> like, to do. Like, and I'm then, so sorry, my boyfriend's here. I got to make out with him with an well, an epic love song plays behind us. God, this fucking it's so cheesy. Scene. It's just bleh. Damon pops up. They make out with the love song going in the background. Damon says the phrase, and for the record, I am secure enough in our relationship that you having psychic dreams about your ex-boyfriend does not bother me, but it still sucks. Um, Which does not sound like the words of a man who is secure enough in his relationship that his girlfriend having psychic dreams about his ex-boyfriend doesn't bother him. That's not what that guy would say. I'm just saying. Yeah. Doesn't sound like you're very secure in that relationship, bud. He's not. He's not. They kiss for a while. Why? I don't know. This episode had a lot of Delena in it, and I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't really give a shit. Neither did I. It's one of those things now, like, I don't even feel, like, hatred towards it. I'm just like, this is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's here. This is, I feel the same way about Delena as I do about pretty much any other straight couple on TV that I don't particularly like because as a lesbian yes. I don't particularly give a shit when I see straight people on TV kissing with romantic soundtracks under it unless it's like one of very few ships I'm like okay whatever fine I'm completely mm-hmm. neutral on it I've gotten so I've gotten to the point of neutrality with Delena and I'm kind of sorry to say that's no longer fun to hate on them. I'm just neutral. I'm just so sadly neutral. Yeah, me too. I'm just here for the ride at this point. And unfortunately, that ride includes a lot of Delena. Like a lot. Like a lot. It does. Anyway, Damon gets a call from Sheriff Forbes, says that they found something. (gasps) A body. So Liz, Sheriff Forbes, Damon and Elena approach a safe, the safe that Stefan was locked in, washed up onto land. Sheriff Forbes is like, you know, we didn't find anything in the quarry, but a deputy found this a few miles away. Didn't open it. If Stefan's been in there for three months, chances are that he's really fucking hungry. Yep. And the answer is yes, he is. Um, Damon lifts the top of the safe open and you see like a bloody corpse inside and Elena states the obvious of oh my god that's not Stefan yeah no shit queen no fucking shit Sherlock that's mm-hmm. not Stefan <laughs> that's a sure dude who has his Stephen. fucking head ripped off I feel like if we knew if it was if we knew if it was Stefan we'd be we would know we'd be like oh no oh Paul Wesley but it's not. Literally, I love that she's just like, oh, that's not Stefan. Yeah, no shit, Queen. This guy's head is detached from his body. Duh, that's not Stefan. <laughs> well, Stefan, Elena knows Stefan's body very well. <laughs> but like his head's sitting right next to him. It's just oh. detached. <laughs> you know. <sighs> and Damon is like, well, you were right. He was hungry. And I bet he still is. Dun dun dun. But the real question is, how the fuck did that safe get out of that water? That yeah. deep dog water. <laughs> yeah. And, well, I'm, I'm and get very put interested. over there. 
like nowhere near the quarry at all. Like it's a few miles away. Yeah, she specifically mentioned that deputy found it a few miles away from the quarry. What happened? Where did that guy, where did that safe go? Where did Stefan go? How did Stefan get out of the safe? You can't open it up from the inside. It's the merman from that episode of Legacies. (laughs) (laughs) The one dude who fucking came in through the... uh... The wall, the 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 tank, the, not the tank, the the, the drain. Drain, yeah. Like wow, Brett Matthews, like covered in fucking KY jelly. Like. Yeah, Brett Matthews, like favorite monster of all time, the one that he created. I'm like, I love this. Let's bring him in. <laughs> Give it's, it up for the merman, everybody. <laughs> Give it up for the merman. Let me double check here. So I think, but we will. Jordan out. wrote some notes here. Oh, she wrote a note. She did write some notes. Oh, a um, note. We love a good note. <laughs> Specifically, sorry, I'm just kind of running through them here. Um, yeah. Damon has a new haircut this episode. <gasps> he looks good. Jordan the, hates da- it. But bitch! <laughs> this is like the best Damon has ever looked. Like He doesn't look like a rabbity emo teen. He looks like a groomed well sexer man. Well, I wouldn't say he's like well groomed not well groomed but he groomed it it's shorter i like it shorter it's nice it is i do i will say i like this more than his other hair yeah his, his mop hair his mop hair was bad this at least has some semblance of like he has the stefan look to it not even i like it because it's not as no, long stefan in the has back. more of a, of a whoop stefan's hair is much longer in the front damon's is usually much longer in the back and i yeah. hate it when it's that long in the back it doesn't look good now he looks like a fucking adult instead of an overgrown teenager which i do like i like his hair better yeah. this season i don't know why jordan said that she hated his hair it's a, it's better than it was yeah it was much better <laughs> There's just this one that I want to go through. Sorry, I should have been looking at these notes the whole time. Jordan's a whole fucking comedian. (laughs) Oh, really? Jordan, one bullet bullet point is, wait, why are the writers funny with the I'm the frickin' Moonstone joke? And then the (laughs) next bullet point is, the reform serial killer joke is not funny. I'm sorry, I lied about the writers (laughs) being funny. (laughs) Comedian. Comedian queen. Iconic. <laughs> oh, how iconic. That's so good. Brian, you can't yawn on this podcast. We're so close to being done. I'm so sorry. This episode was so boring. It wasn't good. Um What do you rank this episode? Um hmm. Jordan gave it a nine. Yeah, I I don't agree with that one. I don't agree with a nine rating for this. It's a ten. I'm kidding. No, Brian, I swear to God, I'll kick you off this fucking podcast. Don't test <laughs> Every me. Every episode of Vampire Diaries is a ten, but originals is like I give it a five. <laughs> like they could have done more murder. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> this episode, I'm gonna give it. I think a seven point five. Seven point five. 
Yeah, it was good. Like they had the good moments, like the moments. The you moments. Know, it, was a, it was a good part of the chapter, you know. Like, God, did you fucking say chapter to, in front of me again? I am going to kick <laughs> your ass. That and in these unprecedented times, I just cannot say those words anymore. <laughs> Stop saying um, unprecedented times. It sounds like you're trying to fucking sell me a Ford. Stop I'm trying, trying to sell, sell me you a car. A burger from Burger King. <laughs> um, but like in these it was unprecedented good. times, the only thing that brings you comfort. The new chicken sandwich from McDonald's. Like it actually fuck? did bring me comfort because they gave me a free one. <laughs> um, but it was good, but it wasn't like a lot happened. It was as we like to say, a nothing burger. It was just a stepping stone. It was just one of those it was a filler episode for me. It wasn't like it really oh, felt we learned so much. Yeah, it really it's not like what the next episode is for me. The next episode Brian's referring to is 503 Original Sin. Which is one of my favorite episodes of the season, and that's saying a lot. I I think I have to give this episode... I really didn't care for a lot of this episode. I did like the Three Stooges, though. They were funny. Yeah, that's kind of why I gave it like a, a 0.5, because I liked like the little dynamics they had. Everybody was sort of in their own little worlds this episode. They didn't overact. Yeah, it kind of felt a little overlap in fun ways. Yeah, it kind of felt a little fan fiction-y. Yeah, a little bit, actually. (laughs) Like, especially that Delana scene at the end where I'm like, I've been done. Like, while they're making out, like, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay, so Jordan's the only crazy one here, then. Jordan's fucking insane for giving this episode a nine, honestly. (laughs) Poor Jordan. Fucking insane for that. Everyone's going to think that Jordan gave it the 7.5 or the 7 that I gave it the 9. No, no, no. Surprise, motherfucker, it was Jordan. Who's the MVP this episode? Uh, That is a great question. Jeremy? He had a fun line about how, like, he's a hunter and he's stronger than Silas because he works yeah, out. I think that was funny. Hmm. Elena caused a lot of problems on purpose this episode. I loved that for her. Hmm. Caroline did good. Caroline did good. I don't know if she did anything important. I feel like at least Jeremy did something important, like he fought Silas. Yeah. Catherine. No. Uh, no, no. I think if I have to go for anybody this episode, it would be Jeremy or Elena. Yeah, I. Mm. I lean towards Jeremy. I'm leaning towards Elena a little bit. Make your case for Elena. What's the What's the reason for uh, Elena? It's Nina Dobrev. <laughs> Nina. We could also just give it to Nina Dobrev, the real person, we could, because Nina Dobrev acted her ass off this episode. Because Catherine was um, so fun this episode. Elena was very fun in a different way, you know. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Um. Maybe. Ooh. What about Nadia? Ooh. She no. did nothing. She did she nothing. Did the most. <laughs> she did nothing, but I do love her so dearly. She'll I get do. a she'll Olga get an Honda. MVP when it's okay. her time. Oh, she will. Um she'll probably the... get a few, actually. <laughs> She's really the only fun part of that storyline. Um <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. I don't know. Nina Dobrev? 
Yeah, Nina Dobrev. Nina Dobrev, the real person. Yeah, the real person, Nina Dobrev. You you saved this episode for us, and you did amazing, sweetie. We're so proud of you. Thank you for making this episode bearable. Yeah, the only good thing. <laughs> next week on wait, actually, before I head into what we're, what's going on next week. Oh, small reminder that we do have a Patreon episodes always go up a week early. Uh, all right, sorry, a day, a day early, early on Patreon. And then we also have fun monthly live streams as well as bonus yeah. content that goes up. Um, so there's all of that at patreon.com slash afterbite. Mm-hmm. Just to remind folks of that. I feel like I should make a reminder once every few episodes or so. That's a great way to support the show next week on Afterbite. We're going back to the originals. We're watching episode 103, Tangled Up in Blue. <laughs> I love the uh, the originals episode titles. They're, they're so good. They're all New Orleans related. Like all of them regardless. Just New Orleans related. It's great. And they're so much more evocative than mm-hmm. TVD titles are. True yep. Lies, Original Sin, Who Gives a Shit, House of the Rising Sun, Tangled Up in Blue, Sinners and Saints, like Fruit of the Poison Tree. Oh my God. Next week, though, it's Tangled Up in Blue, and I'm so excited because I feel like we're finally getting into the meat of the originals. Yes, we're only three episodes in, and we got the meat. We got the meat, man. At least the originals has a reason why it had to tread, like, retread some more and stuff. so far. Yeah, but TVD has no excuse for the bullshit it's doing right now. At least the originals has, like, an excuse of, like, well, you needed to get new people in on your show. I get it. Yeah. That'll be next week, y'all. That'll be fun. It'll be a great time. Until then, y'all, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at AfterbitePod. And also, if you would be so kind as to give us a review on Apple Podcast, it really does help us out a lot. That's it for this week. Do we have yep. an outro to the show anymore? I feel like we've kind of Do dissolved we, into chaos like- at the end of the episode. Yeah, I feel like in these unprecedented times... I swear them. to God, Brian, I'm going <laughs> to lose my fucking shit. I'm going to buy a Hyundai just to run you over with it. <laughs> Please!